Stuff for your face and body? It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie-made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, Stuff is helping mental health too. Find Stuff at Woolworths or visit websiteofstuff.com. Palmer Bear on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmer Bear. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Our first guest tonight, and it's an absolute pleasure to be joined by him, uh, won a premiership himself with the West Coast Eagles. Um, he played 209 games for them, uh, 18 for the Pies. He was a two-time leading West Coast go- a two-time West Coast leading goal kicker in 06 and 07. Uh, and he coached, well, I thought it was going to be two Sydney Swans that are playing in the grand final uh, on Saturday. But as it unluckily turns out, it's just going to be the one. But Quinton Lynch coached Aquinas, Aquinas College, I should say, in Perth, where he coached Chad Warner and Logan McDonald, just to name a couple. But we thought we'd get him on to learn a little bit more about those two gentlemen. Um, Quinton, as I look at your Wikipedia page, by the way, and it's got nicknames on there, it rolls Big Q... Q-Stick, The Big Unit, and TBU. Which do, do you prefer? <laughs> oh, mate, they've uh, obviously played a fair few years of footy. Uh, you go to a few different clubs and everyone has their own own twist. So, look, it doesn't, doesn't really stress me out too much. <laughs> well, either way, uh, there's no better place to pick up nicknames than a footy club. Um Mate, thanks so much for joining us. I, I thought that we were just going to have a, a really great chat, in which we, I'm sure we will, but you must be devastated for, for Logan McDonald, uh, first and foremost, to find out that he's going to miss out. There's often a hard luck story going into a lot of grand finals, and uh, and this is it this year. Yeah, look, it, uh, my little fellow let me know about an hour ago that uh, he, he'd been omitted, and, um, yeah, it was a bit disappointing. But I think there's still a bit of water to go under this bridge yet. Um, I've got a feeling that, you know, obviously Sam Reid's been owned to play, but uh, I dare say there's still a fair, you know, question mark hanging over his head. They've been not been able to finish the game last week. So um, I reckon there's a bit to play out in it yet, and, we're, you know, I dare say uh, they'll be making Logie prepare as he would, might be playing come Saturday. Look at that. Straight off the bat, Quotable, uh, digitalised. It'll go up on our website. <laughs> Quinton Lynch says Logan McDonald may just play yet. Uh, um, it's it's actually a fair call, isn't it? We we still are waiting to you know. There's still that injury that Sam Reed got. Um, if you're hearing Dr. Peter Larkins today and a few others, the the expectation was that it would take something superhuman to be able to recover. Yeah, look, and and probably the thing, the only reason I, I, you know, I feel he could still play is if they were going to admit him, they wouldn't have kept him as an emergency, I don't think, completely. So I think he would still be the backup plan uh, if Sam Reid doesn't come up into have, those times. Have you ever, my gut feel. Have you ever done an adductor yourself, Q? Uh, mate, I have. I, I, I fully evolved my adductor tendon off the bone uh, playing ammos. Uh, mm. So, yeah, I know. I don't know how what he's done is, but that's probably the most painful thing I've ever done. So, <laughs> And I couldn't walk for two weeks. So uh, I'm not sure what he's done, but uh, I have done one, and it's it's not, not nice. Um, how long um, were you – how long at the helm of Aquinas College? Uh, I've been there five years. I'm still there currently. Yeah. Uh, they haven't stacked me yet. So, um, yeah, I took over the team in uh, 2018, um, and which was Chatty's, uh, Chatty Warner's uh, year 12 year. Uh, had you know walked into a pretty good team at that stage, um, yeah. And so I've come across a few good players, and uh, it's obviously I, I went to school there myself, so I'm an old boy, and, and won an Elko Cup there myself. So 
I've got a lot of uh, lot of you know love for the place, and uh, you know love seeing the boys come through the through the school footy, and uh, and then seeing them succeed at the highest level, and obviously, you know, Chatty for sure gets his chance at the ultimate this weekend, which is uh, very exciting. When you go through the list of names that have uh, come from there, yours uh, as well, but uh, Ben Allen, who was one of my favourite players at Hawthorne before he made me cry and left to to go to Freo, understandably though. Uh, Peter Bell from there, Daniel Kerr, uh, Mark Lacra, Alan Tuvey, Nat Fife, Elliot Yo, Charlie Cameron, uh, Liam Baker, uh, Dev Robertson, Jeremy Sharp, Trey Rusco, um, Corey Warner as well, Jesse Motlop, um, and then Chad Warner. Uh, and Logan McDonald, who we'll, we'll spend most of our time talking about. But it's, um, I hate to use the term footy factory because it might be one of the most overused expressions in footy, but it's it's done all right. Yeah, look, we have, uh, you know, the school has churned out some good players and, uh, you know, that, you know, my ambition is to keep trying to do it for years to come. So, um, you know, it's a pretty good standard of footy over here. Obviously, it's a little bit of a clash with Colts footy over here. We sort of hold a, hold the wood over them, over them against Colts, which... Um, I like to do, but uh, sometimes the clubs don't like it over here. But uh, look, uh, you know, for, for a long time it has been a good level of footy. I mean, you know, we didn't have the best this year this year, but uh, you're coming up against a lot of players that you'll see coming through the AFL, you know, from other schools in the in the PSA competition over here, and uh, it does produce a lot of good players. So let's start with Chad Warner because I just think his season this year like most people that, that watch any amount of footy, has been phenomenal. The, the the way that he runs, carries, delivers, takes the game on, he's big in statistical areas, Q, that I think are actually important in the game. There's a lot of stats that mean very little in footy, in my humble opinion, but the ones that he excels in are, I think, the most important ones. And, you know, would it be metres gained, inside 50s, score involvement, score assists? Um, you know, he's... Um, his clearance numbers, all those rate really highly. And he was just all Australian squad of 40. Um, you must be bloody proud. But what have you seen and what do you put down to the leap from maybe last year to this year for him? Yeah, well, obviously last year he came out, he had, a, he had a, you know, that injury that probably curtailed the back end of his year. He had a bit of a stress to his leg, I think. And uh, I saw him late last year when he came to watch his brother at school, Corey. Um, but this year, yeah, obviously consistency in, in game and probably knowing his role in the team and, you know, uh, in a in a very good uh, outfit. Let's, let, let's not uh, miss that fact too, that, you know, Sydney has a way of producing these blokes um, and, and, you know, they come in and play a role and, and know their role inside and out and, and produce it week in, week out. But, uh, look, I've loved watching him, uh, as you have, obviously, you know, and I, I think you're spot on. When, he's get, when he gets the ball in hand, it's exciting. He's, his burst out of stoppage is exciting. Mm. And he he, you know, he, wait, he very rarely wastes a footy. And if he can't kick it, he seems to, you know, get away from the stoppage and, you know, give it to someone who can uh, make good of it. So uh, he's been, you know, very exciting. And he's, you know, obviously he's on the back end of that, he's kicking goals as well. So, um yeah, it's, he, he's really, you know, jumped out of the ground this year. And, you know, knowing the kid pretty well, I'm not surprised. Um, when I was had the pleasure of coaching him for one year, uh, he was the sort of kid that if you said run through a brick wall, he'd say, how many times can I do it? So, Is that right? um, you know, yeah, he's, he's, he's always he's never leaving any stone unturned. And, you know, he was always a ball around the footy. Um, and he's probably just polished up his skills a little bit more now. And, and, and we're, you know, really seeing the benefit for that for himself. Um. He, uh, speaking of Quentin Lynch, by the way, uh, Aquinas College coach, he seems like he's got a little bit of cheek about him, which I quite enjoy. Um, what what kind of, uh, I shouldn't say kid, but what kind of young man was he when, when you coached him? 
Yeah, look, he's a he's a, he's a larrikin, uh, and <laughs> let's not let's not uh, shy away from the fact he's a, he's the oldest of four boys too. So you can imagine what their mum had to put up with in the house. So uh, I've still got two more coming through Aquinas at the moment, <laughs> and obviously he's the youngest brother Corey's at Sydney. So now he's a larrikin, but uh, you know when the work's there to be done, he, he's a real he's a, got a really good aerobic tank too. So mm. when the work was there to be done, he was always you know first to turn up and do it, but. Um, no, he's always, he's one of those good, you know, good kids to have around the uh, footy club. And uh, I don't know if you've noticed, but uh, just to stick a bit more on him, but he's uh, he doesn't mind a bit of peroxide in his hair, and that uh, you might notice every now and then it gets a bit brighter, and that's usually because his mum's been to Sydney to visit and give it a touch up. <laughs> she's a, he's a hairdresser by trade. He never seems to do the roots, though. It always seems to be the. <laughs> I'm looking at regrowth, um, but that might be what they're aiming for. And I mean, no disrespect to his dear mum. <laughs> yeah, just that little fluffy bit on top he's got going. Um, he goes at pick thirty. Not we, we. Did you? Was he always destined to be drafted, or it was was there work that had to be done um, that you, that he needed to work on, and, and he did, whether it be with you or at, uh, at East Frio, um, to to get him where he is now. Yeah, I think when he left Aquinas, he wasn't quite ready to be drafted. That's for sure. And he went back to Colts and, you know, could, could try to keep a good check on him there. And he just, like, took his footy to another level there and, and I suppose, um, worked on some areas of his game. But, um, you know, as we've seen, he's up to it. He, he always, you know, his ball-winning ability was always there and, and, he's, and he's, you know, he's thirst for the contest, which, you know, obviously Sydney really loved that side of, you know, the game of, of their players. So um, I, I just really appreciate what he's done with his, you know, fine-tuning his game around and his, like, t- touching his skill level up. And also the way he's been able to uh, hit the scoreboard. Uh, we all know if you can play inside mid and hit the scoreboard, you become a pretty damaging and dangerous uh, opposition opponent for your opposition. Do you remember your first impressions of Logan McDonald? Yeah, I do. Yeah, obviously. Uh, he's a year, was a year younger than Chaddy yeah. at school. Uh, he was my captain. Um just a you know another kid that just loved the work rate. The ups, you know, first to turn up, you know, led from the front. wasn't a huge talker as a leader, but uh, just his attitude on the field and what he did when when you know someone needed to stand up, he was the kid that always did it. And um, you know, big, tall, rangy kid that just you know covered the deck and you know played. You know, obviously. I don't like to use cliches as well, but sort of that Nick Vrebolt where he just, you know, run his opponent off the ground in by, you know, repeat efforts. So, um, look, he, as always, you know, the tools take a little bit longer to develop and, you know, he's just trying to find his feet in that Sydney setup. And obviously with Big Bud there, he's obviously not going to be the main man for a while. So, um, he, you know, I've, I've loved watching him go about it. And uh, as I said, it'd be interesting to see what happens for the rest of the week. But uh, I've got no doubt he'll have his chin up and uh, doing everything possible that, if he does get the nod um, come the weekend, he'll be cherry ripe and ready to go. Uh, the, the the raps on him have been coming a long way out from him getting drafted. Um, do, w- then that might have us thinking that it was an easy pathway through for him. Was was that the case, or was there work that he needed to do? It was really watching him play against men that I think really turned heads. Yeah, no. Nah, look, obviously he was too young to get drafted when he first left school, uh, and and was there's yeah there's never an easy path to the draft. But you know, as, as, I think you've nailed it. When he went to Perth and played uh, as a uh, you know just turned eighteen year old and pretty much played as their key forward for for the in the league side and and all year uh, and made a very good fist of it. That's you know was, was a year that really you know catapulted him to the top of the list really and, and showed that he's definitely a player of the future and you know wasn't. Out, outgunned by the men and, and, and loved the thirst of the contest as well. So, 
uh, he was always destined, you know, to get drafted. And uh, I think that year in the in the waffle playing against the men actually just helped him out more and, and showed him what uh, playing against men is all about. And you know, he'll, he'll uh, become a very, very, very good player in the future. Yeah, well, hopefully, if he doesn't uh, make it back into the side, that um, it'll just uh, give him more resolve to make sure that that never happens again. And we look for, I mean, he's done the most phenomenal apprenticeship under uh, Buddy Franklin and then with Isaac Heaney and Sam Reid with that, that experience around him. So um, I, I don't, don't think this will be uh, the ruining of him. It might be the making of him. Um, hey, uh, Quentin Lynch, can't speak grand finals without uh, getting your thoughts, uh, your memories. Uh, what do you remember from the, the couple that you played in uh, 05? We don't have to speak about for too long, uh, but I'm sure 06 uh, is uh, more than happy to have a chat about. Yeah, well, look, 05, I, I, was, I was a bit like Logie. I got the drop the week before the game, so I don't want to talk yes, about that one I, that's, that's, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's why but, I said uh, that. 06... <laughs> Look, 06, 05, for me, 05 probably set me up for 06 as well because uh, I went through all the all the protocol as if I was playing. So um, I think that settled the nerves come the next year. And uh, look, as a team, having been through it the year before, uh, 06, we, I think we just went into that game with a lot more of a steely attitude and, and resolve and knowing what was prepared and required to do. And um we always knew it was going to be an arm wrestle against Sydney. That was the era when, you know, we would have played 10 games and, and the total margin was 20 points between the 10 games, I reckon. So uh, you never knew the game was done. And obviously, as it played out, you know, we got out to a pretty good start. And by halftime, had a half-decent lead. But uh, as they always did, they come back with, a, you know, with like a freight train Sydney. We got to hang on. And, um, yeah, obviously, it's every, every, every kid's dream to play in an AFL grand final and to win one. So... I was lucky to tick that box and, uh, you know, very fond memories and, you know, just looking forward to, uh, you know, hopefully seeing one of the boys I've had a little bit to do with in, in their journey uh, do the same. I'll go as far to say this, Quentin Lynch, that not picking you in the 2005 grand final after you kicked the second most goals for the Eagles, 31 for the year, and then you go out the next year and kick three uh, in very tight games, I will say this, that not picking you cost the Eagles the grand final in 2005. Yeah, well, I look back at it now. <laughs> what a terrible bloke I, I am to leave you to answer that. <laughs> I have to say I tend to agree, but uh, unfortunately that's all water under the bridge. And the scary thing about it is how long ago it was. That's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> My amount of grey hair I've got now is a lot more than back then. Uh, who's your tip on Saturday, please? Oh, look, I, you know, I think it's going to be a great game. You know, I've been saying for a while now that this is probably the best I've seen Geelong hit into a final series. You know, they've, mm. they've, obviously they don't miss the ball very often, but, you know, this year I just felt they've got a lot better balance between their young and their old. Uh, they've come in with their older blokes in uh, in good shape and in good form, and they look pretty dangerous. And obviously they, you know, did a number in the prelims. So, um yeah, I would have to say they're, they're in, in, in box there at the moment. But, you know, as we all know, Sydney uh, will come with it. They'll have a plan. Uh, Horse is a very good coach and they'll have a plan to execute. And uh, I can't see it being any different to the 90% of the finals we've seen this year in an absolute, you know, belter. So I'm really looking forward to it. Quentin Lynch, thanks so much for giving us some time and giving us a little insight into Chad Warner and, uh, and Logan McDonald as well. It's greatly appreciated. Much pleasure. Thanks for having me on.
2006 Premiership Eagle, Quinton Lynch, uh, coach of Aquinas College, uh, and he's seen some very, very good footballers uh, through the ranks at his time there, including Chad Warner, who play for the Swans on Saturday, and Logan McDonald, who unfortunately at the moment is out of the side in selection news going into the biggest stage of all. We'll wrap up the hour with some of your texts on the other side of this. Scotty Sattler to join us after eight, just to get a little look into the NRL prelims that are happening this weekend as well. That's all still to come. Plenty more on the plate for the Sporting Capital.